is the 77 WABC minicast. Good morning and welcome to Uncovering the Truth. This is Dr. Maria alongside Rudy Giuliani, and we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, you know, I often think about our show doing something a little different, like maybe reviewing a book or a movie or um, some kind of nice story because the world is full of such craziness right now. You found now. one somewhere? But um, so last <laughs> night, a group of us went to see Napoleon. We did. Right here in Hooksett, New Hampshire at the IMAX Theater. Nice way to see it, too. Yeah, Very yeah. nice way to see it. Do you know, I think it was my first time seeing a movie in IMAX. You had to, you actually have to turn your head. The screen is so big in up and down and width-wise. You have to, like, if you want to take in all the detail, I, I had to turn my head at some p- p- points. And I thought, well, does the person to my right think I'm staring at them, you know, because I had to look the right. Now, I didn't hear the best reviews about Napoleon, so I went in with kind of low expectations. What, what was your thoughts? I, I was very, very happy with it. I thought it could be... I thought it could be uh, more emphasis on his early history and his great, his great exploits, his great exploits as one of the greatest generals of all time. But I did think it told the Josephine personal part of the story really well and the exceptional influence that she had on it. And of course, his demise, his defeats at Waterloo and in Moscow. But what you don't really get is this is truly one of the five or ten greatest generals in history. One of the three people really conquer Europe, right? Yeah, and don't they look Caesar, at his him, battle plans at West Point? Studied in military academies everywhere. The, the law in Europe is based on the Napoleonic Code. The Code of, of Napoleon is the law of Europe. You don't get that in the movie. He comes across as a somewhat diminished figure who was strange and unusual. And whiny, a little whiny. And whiny. So maybe it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe now that we're talking you, about you, it. You, you walk away from it, and you uh, he's a very interesting character because Joaquin Phoenix makes everybody interesting. But he actually played uh, uh, the Roman emperor better. Oh, he was brilliant um, in that movie. And he could have played this leader. role differently if they... I think it was a bit of a woke Napoleon. <laughs> no, you can't make Napoleon. You, you can't have the complexity of a great man who's an evil man. Yeah. Both. This this is one of the ten greatest generals in world history. One of the three people that, con- that actually conquer Europe with a with a second rate army. He was, this wasn't the greatest army in Europe at the time. He got defeated against overwhelming numbers at Waterloo. And in, in in Russia, he was defeated like Hitler was by Russia. Yeah, going into Moscow. It's funny because in the beginning of that war, he actually won a battle at great cost. Borodino. Yeah, and um, but he continued on to Moscow and lost. But I thought, you know, most people, because I'm a history buff, <laughs> and because I recognize most people don't know history, and especially in America, we don't know a lot about European. I don't think European history. We don't even know American history. Yeah, yeah. Taught a lot in grade school. 
So I thought it would be a great opportunity to to do some of the battles that he was really well known for in that he used such brilliant strategy. But anyway, so they got a little across. Remember, yeah. remember the battle? Uh, they did a little of Borodino. Yeah. Uh, where he did lose a lot of people, but he surrounded. Yeah, the way he did that with the ice. And did you yeah, realize yeah. how he was outnumbered at Waterloo, like four to one? Yeah. And he almost won? Yeah. Well, they don't portray that, though, in the no, movie. No, no, no. They, they do. They, they, they do. They do get in. He, the only army equal they, they use it as a number, 120,000, 120,000. That was the UK and him. But then they forget that there are another 300,000 troops that were fighting for the, and, and the, the best performers at Waterloo were not the English, they were the Germans, the Prussians. Prussians won the Battle of Waterloo because Wellington, Wellington borrowed one of his tactics. He kept a large division hidden. Yeah. And then come in after. And then the yeah. Prussians, who maybe were the best warriors on the continent. Well, I want screenwriters out there to do something with James Madison. Here is one of our founding fathers that I often think was overlooked. And I, I used to think that about John Adams. And then all of a sudden with the series, HBO series, John Adams, his brilliance well, there's a great biography came him out right now. Of James that Madison. Could, that could be used. The problem with Madison, and I don't want to say this... Uh, I mean, uh, Franklin, <laughs> Adams, he actually saved Jefferson. Our after it was yeah, they had, from they, bankruptcy. They had colorful lives. Yeah. Madison was like a really decent guy. Yeah. <laughs> Married to Dolly all that time. Yeah. He's like uh, four feet tall. She, I went to his house. She made the office of first lady. She made it. I mean, she was the first grand American lady and used the White House for the first time for real uh, – for real um, events, and, for, for real, right? And yeah. Remember, and of course, he's the architect, and even as a president, of the Monroe Doctrine. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, fought off the part, uh, did a much better job against the people in the Middle East and Biden, and f- actually fought them. Uh, established the rule that Jefferson established: no <laughs> negotiating for hostages. Remember the <laughs> old rule. <laughs> remember the Rosenberg, uh, the uh, the the uh, the. Uh, the, the the old the the old rule about kidnapping, which is you don't you don't you don't negotiate with the FBI doesn't negotiate with kidnappers. We, well, speaking of that, I had a big big kidnapping case as assistant U.S. attorney. We couldn't get them to negotiate. Yeah, and what is happening right. with Americans that are being held hostage by Hamas? There's a lot of hope today that one American will be released, but it's not definitive. But why isn't it all over television of our faces of our American because, citizens? Because we're not a free press. We're a country without a free press. We, we, we don't have one. This is as close as you get. Uh, John Castamichides, who was on before us, has the great distinction of owning one of the few stations that's a free station, a free radio station. Uh, we don't have a free press. Yeah, and there's people on this station that, you know, we don't agree with, yeah, and, but, uh, but, but we but can tell that's the truth. America, right? Yeah, they get angry at Sean for that. I sometimes probably even get angry, but then I respect him for it. Yeah, it's like I did with uh, with with, uh, with Professor Dershowitz. I used to fight with that guy all the time, and then we go to the baseball game. Yeah, together. you guys are great friends, great legal giants, as you're known. So we're here in New Hampshire, and something happened at oh, a very please tell them, big. Tell them. This is a shock. Israeli defense building. It's called Albit. 
systems of America, and it is the largest defense contractor for Israel, and it's right here. Tell them where it is. In Merrimack, New Hampshire, oh, which is... I didn't want you to say Merrimack, but that's okay. Okay. I think a lot of people... They, you know, they do a lot for New Hampshire. They employ 650 people. Well, just a few days, about five days after the October 7th massacres and brutality that happened in Israel, this little group, the Palestinian Free Palestinian Action U.S. group said it was their mission to dismantle Elbit Systems in the Zionist war machine. Well, don't you know, on Monday, they went to this Merrimack facility, smashed windows, which could have, people could have got glass in their eyes. And who knows what they make in there? I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows what they do in Whether there? Whether it could, could be flammable. Be, that something could happen as a result of, uh, you know, throwing things at it and and. Yep, they went Busting on it apart. the roof, and as they're on the roof, lighting flares, which again could have put that building on fire and risked lives, they were on X, formerly known as Twitter, saying, we did it, this is real action. Well, there's three people that are kind of heading this, it was a whole group of them, but they're all young women. Sophie Marika Ross is only 22 years old, she's from Massachusetts. Kayla married Walsh, 19, of Cambridge, Mass. Now, this young lady... Two, two from Massachusetts ha, ha, invaded uh, New Hampshire? ...has been a darling of the Democrat media press. She was often seen with Senator Warren advocating for far-left radical ideas. And I think both her parents teach at Harvard. And then Bridget Irene Sheragallis, 27, of Connecticut, who is a Disney star... And they are radicalized. They don't, uh, like, I just can't understand their thought process, why they love Hamas, you know, I saw a terrorist group. I saw this story first, and I was hesitant to show it to Dr. Maria because she loves her at New Hampshire show so much <laughs> until I, I realized she was going to actually, it was, gonna, it was going to uh, underscore what she's been saying forever. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.